For this special Valentine's episode of the podcast, my darling husband and Chapbook's co-founder is my guest. Nate and I started dating when we were 18. We've been married for over 25 years and we have seven kids together. And we absolutely love each other like crazy, but we can also kind of drive each other crazy too. Please tell me that we're not alone. Let's face it, marriage takes more than love. It takes work, especially when kids come along. And hopefully some of our tips and tricks for keeping our love alive might be helpful to you too. Are you looking for real life, tried and true tips and tricks to help with all the nitty gritty stuff of mom life? Well, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Mom Force. Are you nervous, Fee? I'm a little nervous. Because you actually are driving the train. I'm just like, I'm on the train. Where are we going? All right, are we ready? I'm ready. Guys, we have the first male guest on the Mom Force podcast. Please welcome my husband, my sweetheart, Nathan Quigley. I'm here. Thanks, <laughs> I Vanessa. I don't really call you Nathan. You've never called me Nathan <laughs> in our entire so relationship. <laughs> but here we are in the podcast room. Nate has been a very good sport to join us today. Nate, we recently had a question in our chat books Instagram. Someone asked, why is it called the mom force? Why are you just talking to moms? What about dads? Yeah, what about me? You just kicked me right out of the podcast before I even <laughs> turned it on. I'm a mom. I only know a mom's point of view. And so... My sisters and I talk from that perspective, but everything we say right. relates to dads, right? It, I, I actually love the podcast. I'm not just saying that. I really, really do love the podcast. You listen to every episode? I drive on my little commute down from a tennis thing I do every Wednesday morning. It's the perfect time to listen to the Tuesday podcast. And yeah, I love it. It's and, amazing. And it's got good stuff for dads. I don't even listen dads. to you on 2X. I listen to you on 1.5X. Real speed? Mm -hmm. I listen to everything at 2X. I wonder how many of our listeners listen to it at 2X. Maybe that's a mom thing. Chatbooks is a sponsor of this amazing podcast. And our mission at Chatbooks is... To strengthen families, Vanessa. Yes. That is what we're trying to do. Right. And that's what we do here on the podcast. And why I invited you today is because it is so important to have that rock-solid foundation mm -hmm. to build that family on. I know. I just wish you could talk about it without me here. <laughs> Look, Nate and I have been together for a very long time. We met when we were 18. I cannot believe that. Freshman at college. Right. Yep. And we've been married for 25 years. And like every relationship, we've had our ups and downs. We've had our little bumps in the road. We have. But we've figured some things out along the way. See, I don't know if I agree with that. I'm excited to hear what you're going to say. I refused to look at your notes that you prepared <laughs> before this podcast. I can't wait to see what you think we figured out. Because I feel like we're just sort of still doing it. Because we're super committed to each other, but I couldn't possibly tell you like what we know how to do. Well, no, no. This is not a definitive primer on how to have a happy marriage. These are just things that I have noticed that might <laughs> <laughs> might help others. No, it's a journey, guys. Life is a journey. We keep learning all <laughs> along the way. Okay. So this is our special Valentine's episode. It'll I cannot be believe airing I'm on the Valentine's episode. Well, you're the obvious what? person, should, uh... my sweetheart. But this is the thing. When we were 18, Valentine's Day was very different than it is these days. I remember the first Valentine's Day together. You gave me a copy of Romeo and Juliet. Did I really? The most romantic book you could have thought of. What in the world? That's amazing. <laughs> a true romantic. But after kids, it changes. Everything changes. Mm. And when we first had kids, Valentine's Day was more a celebration of our family. Do you remember the candlelight dinners that I would make? I made chicken cordon bleu. That was like the fanciest thing I could think of making. Chicken cordon, cordon bleu, yes. <laughs> Because at BYU, that's what they would serve I at every fancy that. dinner. 
Okay, well. I'm sure it's, no, but I'm positive that's what happened. I just don't remember anything about anything. There are like lots. what happened last <laughs> week, I don't remember. There are lots of things we could talk about on a Valentine's episode. Valentine's <laughs> is a celebration of family. So we have seven tips and tricks for keeping love alive and strengthening that bond. Okay. And we're going to share them with I, you. I can't wait to hear what they are. Okay. Yeah. All right, the first one's easy. Okay. It's called a check-in. Throughout the day, unless you work with your husband, which I do get to work I with my remember, husband. I do remember, okay, I don't know where you're going with check-in, but I do remember you talking about when we first got married, I first started working downtown in L.A., being upset that I wasn't checking in with you. Yes. So that's why this is a tip, because I wasn't doing it. Yes, and that was hard for me, because you would leave early in the morning yeah. and then return very late at night, yep. and I had no idea what you were doing, and you had no idea what I was doing. I was working. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a vague term. No, it's true. And that was before we couldn't like text message back then. We didn't have cell phones. No. Oh my gosh, we are old. Yeah, super old. But a check-in, just a couple of texts throughout yeah. the day can be so helpful because you don't feel like you're on completely different pages because it's the worst when mm -hmm. you come together again at the end of the day and say you had a bad day. Right. And I had a bad day. And I think you're going to come home and rescue me from my bad day, but you're coming home from having a bad day. This just barely happened to us. What was the deal? <laughs> I, remember I had the longest day in the world? Yep. And I got home and I was like, okay, I made it home. Vanessa's going to just sweep me away and tell me everything's okay. And you were just busy or something like that, and you didn't really happen. That just happened like last week. Honey, it happens all the time. I know. So this is not – these are not tips about like what we do really well. No, This is just like good ideas because I like that approach. But when you check in with me throughout the day, and we're lucky because we get to work together. So sometimes right. I can just look across the desk and say, hey, right. how are you doing? Mm -hmm. Right? But a simple text or if you don't want to use text, you can use another messaging app that might give you a little more privacy so that you can have more free reign and what Listen, you would like I really to do. Like, you know, I don't know where you're going with this. This is crazy. Just saying some private texts could be helpful throughout the day. No, I, I, I actually really like having, so you and I use Telegram mm -hmm. and I do like having a separate text messaging application because we can actually have a private conversation where our kids aren't like opening up the computer and reading whatever we're talking about because half the time we're talking about them. So I do like that. I will admit. I really like you when you check in with me. I feel like when I check in with you, you feel a little more okay, seen but can and we appreciated. Also, can we also remind the careful viewers, whoever they are, that when you go on vacation, you just disappear for a week. <laughs> if you go on a girl's trip, it's like, well, I'll just talk to you in a week. And it's 1873 and communication must be impossible because I never, ever hear from you. Except you did air grievances about that and yeah. I changed my ways. Last girl's trip, I checked in quite often and sent plenty of pictures. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> Do as I say, not as I do. We're trying, though. <laughs> okay, what about number two? Okay, our second tip. Okay. Assume the best. By the way, I wrote these tips. These are all, so <laughs> these are all new to him. Do you think that's a good tip? Sure, yeah. Okay, this is what I think. I decided I'm going to just ignore small indiscretions, like the toilet seat being left up. I mean, Isn't that's that like kind the of, most cliche thing in the world, the toilet and seat being it is up. disgusting. Is, what what part of the seat are you talking about? Like the, the full lid? No, the ring part. The because ring look, part's you, always down. No, it is, it not, is. Not, not in our house. Not in our house. Okay. I will let you know. You do not put it down, and I do not harp on you about, for I think it. you're talking about Declan's bathroom? No. 
Oh, our bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Right. We should have rehearsed this. But this is what I'm trying to say. He leaves the toilet seat up. And every time I see it, I think, oh. I don't agree that I leave the toilet seat I up. I love him so hey, much that I'm not going to talk about this. record that the record state that this that's a, a point in dispute. Okay. I have another thing that okay. I don't like. What's that? When you take the trash out, but you yeah. leave it in the hallway. I don't do that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. This is why I wish I had a video camera running. Okay. You do do it. And I just say, huh. Okay. I don't like when he does that. But I'm not going to make a big deal about it because there's so many other amazing things that you do. (laughs) So my advice is to (laughs) ignore small indiscretions and assume the best. I love this quote. Happiness is a conscious choice, not an automatic response. I think that's right. Yeah. You have to choose to be happy. What if – but, okay, there are days – that you just can't choose to be happy. What do you do then? Where you're just like, I'm miserable. I think it's okay to feel the full I mean, range like of emotions. I like the quote of like, you can choose to be happy. And I think on lots of times you can, but there's plenty of times you can't, dude. You just ride that out. I think yeah. you just have to some ride some of these days out, right? Well, and I think part of it is, at least with your partner, is communication. Say, you know what? I am really having a hard day today. I don't, and you know, you do this. Huh. You say, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sorry. I'm going to wake up and it's all going to be better. And there are nights where that's the way we end our night. Yeah. And that's so much better than the advice that I got when we were getting married at my bridal shower. Never Mm. go to bed angry. Yeah, I don't believe that. That's like the worst marriage advice. Yeah. Well, maybe it works for some people, but for us, it's just like, let's just try again tomorrow. Yeah, because late at night trying to hash through things and you're tired. I think when we were young, I remember talking in like endless circles at 2 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I'm getting old enough that I just like fall asleep automatically at like 11 p.m. Nine out of 10 times, it's better in the morning. Yeah. Okay, so the tip, assume the best. Do you agree with that? Sure. That helps. And it's okay. anything we said having to do with assume the best? (laughs) Yes. When you're having a bad day, I'm going to assume it's not about me. Yeah. Well, that's true. And you. It never is about, it's not. And, but that comes down to communication. You got to tell me, hey, look, I'm having a hard time. I love you. You're amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. That red hair. (laughs) I'm going to wake up and have a better day. All right, let's move on to number three. Okay, my third tip. These are my tips. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like these are great. Okay, my my third tip is to cheer each other on. Yeah. You have always been so good about this. As I chose to start singing again, and I was leaving the home for Mm -hmm. rehearsals a lot, along with work, you had a lot more responsibility. Mm -hmm. You didn't complain. You I were so it. happy for me. Yeah, I was. And I do the same with you in tennis because I know how important it's tennis true. is for you. Tennis is his exercise, but it's also his mental health mm-hmm. plan. It's true. He needs to play tennis. Hitting a yellow ball is as deep as my mental health counseling approach goes, but it's it works. And I especially think when you cheer each other on in public, like praise them in front of other people, that goes a long way. And mm. you're very good about doing that. I actually genuinely get so excited to see you doing that thing I know that you love. It's not hard for me to cheer you on for that. Well, and people say when I'm singing, they love to watch you mm. watch me because of how happy it genuinely makes you. It and that, that means a lot to me. Now, and should we cover this in the Valentine's Day edition of the podcast? Some of the times when you're singing and doing your thing, it also involves like kissing other men on oh, stage. Gosh. And I'm just like, this is great. <laughs> I love it. This is the best. Oh, okay. okay well, you, you've always been a good sport with that. that. No, no, no. That's, I think that's important to keep in. I have made out with other men in front of my husband I on mean, stage. I mean, I wouldn't say. It was, it was fake making out. 
There okay. was some rolling around behind a uh, like a, a fallen log with the. Hey, prince. the show was Into the Woods. If you're familiar with the show, I was a baker's wife. I was with the prince. You know where that's going. Okay, let's go to the next tip. Tip number four: date okay. each other. Do we have regular date nights? We have more regular dates now because Vanessa has made me stop drinking Diet Coke, except for when we're on a date. So <laughs> I want to go on dates all the time, like in the middle of the day. Let's go on a date to 7-Eleven. I think sometimes married couples get into a bind thinking mm. date night is supposed to be something lavish and now, fancy and dress up and go out and have dinner and it can be expensive. Okay. This is interesting. This is a tip. It's kind of like some of the other tips so far. Like I don't really think we do. Like some couples are, like, are super religious about, like they go out every Friday night, they're on date night. I would not say that was us. No. So what is our version of that then? Day date. The day date. We do a lot of day dates. Hmm. Drop your expectations of what a date is and get a little more creative. Now, we're lucky because we get to work with each other. So we often will just go to lunch or we've got a work thing. The idea is that you escape your roles as parents mm-hmm. and you go be boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. When did we go up to Sundance? Was that last year on Valentine's Day where we rented this cool little Sundance spot and it had a hot tub, but the hot tub was like totally malfunctioning. And then I came inside, <laughs> we were freezing. And, and so the fire I made a didn't fire work. and it filled the little cabin with smoke because the flue was jammed. And then we got in a hot shower, but then the hot water went out and we were freezing. And then you tried blow drying your hair and it and blew the hair, up. And the and hair like dryer. Literally, flames flew out of the hair dryer. And you were charred up your and arm. This is ter- Actually, I did have char on my wrist. Okay, and the Sundance By the way, did make out. it right. Sundance is amazing. They did. We they love gave us Sundance. another night free. They made it right. It was just right. a fluke. <laughs> but we just recently had a guest on, Rachel Birchie, okay. who wrote The Kids Are in Bed. And one of her tips for reconnecting to your former life I've before not heard kids. This app yet. Has oh, this you got dropped. Oh, you haven't heard it. I haven't heard. This it. is why we're not going to go into detail on. Um, SDX on this episode because we kind of talk about it there. But one of her tips is (laughs) to go on dates that are novel and exciting. And I will Mm. say that trip to Sundance was very exciting. Not for the reasons you would think. (laughs) All right, next tip. Have fun. All right, this kind of goes back to the novel and exciting part of going on dates. I love to play games, don't I? You do. You always opt out on the games. I know. Which These is so tips are so interesting. These <laughs> tips are like things I wish Nate would do is what you know, this, this has turned that's into. That's what this whole podcast is for, honey, <laughs> is I like get the messages out there in the world for you to listen to on your way home from tennis. Oh, my goodness. No, but think about when we were first married. Okay. And we were living in France. We had no money. Right. You would beat me in Scrabble every single night. We would play Scrabble every night. You would beat me 300 to like 82. The one time Nate won, he put this scorecard up on the wall. I've stuck it on the, in this like gross wall right above our futon, which is the only piece of furniture we had in the apartment. I let you celebrate that win for the rest of deal. the summer. That was the only win the whole summer. So we love games. Vanessa loves to beat me in games. I don't even need to have to win. I just am really good because I'm good at games. But we also love crosswords, Mm -hmm. right? We were on a streak with the New York Times crossword, doing a crossword every night. I Mm -hmm. just love doing something together like that. Crossword's pretty hard, though. It could be games. It can be just laughing together. You know my favorite thing to do is to watch funny videos, show me something funny. We don't watch TV a lot, but he'll pull up videos at the end of the day. I do know that one of the things I'm supposed to do on a regular basis is show Vanessa a funny, like, two- to three-minute clip. We bonded over funny when we were dating. In our college newspaper, they ran a Calvin and Hobbes strip every day. 
and we would get the Daily Universe, read Calvin and Hobbes. We love that so much mm-hmm. that we named our first child Calvin. I know. So that's like goes to the core of what we're about. Mm-hmm. And I think every couple could use a little more fun right. than laughter. Luckily, I'm a really fun guy. You're a really fun <laughs> guy. Okay, we're going to do a whole other episode on the irony really of that. Fun guy? No, you are really fun. I'm an accounting major, Vanessa. Okay. Hashtag really fun really guy. Really fun guy. Okay, next tip. We just talked about having fun, <laughs> but I also suggest <laughs> sometimes you have to work at the relationship. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Nate just recently bought a book. I haven't seen you reading it, though. <laughs> no, but I have it. I can refer to it when I need to. What? Tell us what the book is. I can't is. remember the title of the book exactly. Something about listening. But it's, I think it's related to listen, don't argue. <laughs> what I'm pretty sure you, that's what What prompted is. you to buy that book? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was, no, I think I, I really wanted to start listening more actively. Remember? Did you notice me for a few yeah, for a few like a, weeks. For a couple of weeks, I was waiting a bunch of extra beats and just like looking really hard at you to see what is she actually saying right now. Yeah, because you're used to, to talking a lot it. and problem solving, and sometimes you don't really listen. I think you set I'm some trying. frustration, that's but you're That's better. one of my goals this year is to be listening more. That's why you're such a great example of this tip mm. to work at it <laughs> because sometimes – Relationships take work, and it's okay to admit that. It's not all like roses and butterflies. Mm-mm. You sometimes have to put the work in. And so there are books that can be really helpful. One of the books that we read together years ago was Men Are From Mars, Mars Women mm-hmm. Are From Venus. That is, again, like the toilet seat thing, the most cliche relationship book in the world. But I did learn something reading that book. Yeah. I think we took different things away from that book. That's what I thought was very interesting. (laughs) I felt like that book was more of like an excuse for you to be you rather than a manual for how to change. Hold on. Okay. Let's just be clear. You can't expect your partner to change. If you're not happy with something, you have to be the change, right? Be the change you want to see in the world? Yeah. This is hilarious, the things that we're saying right now. But I believe it. And that is why I have invested time listening to podcasts. I love the Connections Classroom podcast. I love Couples Coaching by Natalie Clay. Can we also talk about the fact that you love This Is Us and no man should be expected to watch a full episode of This Is Us. You know what? We're going to do a poll. Alive. We are going to do a poll on our account and we're going to find out how many men watch This Is Us because I honestly think watching This Is Us is great for couples. Okay. It teaches you. You learn from seeing other people. We need to get people. another 25 years out of this relationship, and there's no way well, we're going to get there if I have to well, watch this Well, I know. This that's why I only watch it on my elliptical. I'm never okay. – I'm not, I'm not standing so, around waiting you for you to wise. watch that show. Hold on a second. The Notebook? Do you yeah. remember me and The Notebook? I sobbed like a baby in The Notebook. I know. Because you know why that Ryan Gosling guy? He's cute, oh, and he has a heart of gold. <laughs> no, that storyline just is a little, hit a little too me. close oh, to home. Man, it was a little me. too much got like me, uh, our yeah. story perhaps. I just remember him being – I don't even remember the storyline. I just remember him being, like, incredibly devoted That's and That's what amazing. you remember, Ryan? Yeah. yeah. You're talking about these books that I'm not going to read. No, and I know that. And I'm not going to listen to those podcasts. For me, I think about Cyrano de Bergerac and that cute Ryan Gosling fella. And that motivates you yeah, to, be, to be better. Yeah, it's motivating to me. Like having heroes. Yeah. Oh, see. And you know what? This goes back to huh. different people have different ways of learning okay. and different way of showing and expressing love. Mm. One of the books that I found fascinating was The Five Love Languages. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read that? No, I have not, no. but you've told me I t- about I it. I told you all about it. And you understand yep. the premise of it. I do. Because what's my love language? What is Words it? Words of affirmation right. and touch. Yeah, but just like <laughs> hugs. 
I know. I, I, I didn't hold- specify what kind of touch. Okay. Physical affection. That's, I think, what it's called. <laughs> Words of affirmation and physical touch. Okay. Well, yeah, I do like that. And I know that you like um, acts of service. If I'm doing the dishes, you're happy. Yeah. I also like to be touched and told I'm doing a good job. Well, that you can't have all five of them. <laughs> really? You have to, like, pick and prioritize. <laughs> I don't care about gifts. But this is the point. You can learn by reading books. You can learn by listening to podcasts. If you want, go to the Mom Force Facebook group. Search for marriage mm-hmm. podcasts, marriage books. There are so many posts and so many great ideas on there. And summarize them for your partner and explain all the key highlighted points. Yeah. And be the change. If you want to see change, be the change. That's my experience. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. My last tip is don't compare. Don't compare to other people's marriages. See, that I would never in a thousand years think that was a tip. Really? Yeah. Never crosses my mind. I think maybe that's a It's because I'm so clueless. And you're just not paying attention yeah, I'm just to not anybody. Paying attention to anything. Well, I think it's normal, especially on social media, as you see people post about, oh, my husband did this and he gave me this and he did this amazing thing for me. And it's like, especially if you're not feeling it in your relationship, I think that can be really hard for some women. But again, like all things social media, people are posting their highlights or, you know, gilding the lily. What does that mean? I don't know. I couldn't find the expression I meant, but just (laughs) making something better than it really is. So some of these tips I felt like were aspirational things for the Quigley couple. No. Dates and stuff. But the compare thing I don't think is we have to worry. We're not really dealing with that. Are we? Are you comparing this to someone? I sometimes, I will admit, I sometimes look and I'm like, oh my gosh, her husband is so fun and planned this trip and they went with other couples and they are social and they do fun things. And I'm thinking about our listeners and the many women in our mom force Facebook group who have expressed some frustration in their own marriages. And I think that might be something that you want to look at. Like when you see other couples, does it make you feel bad? And if it does unfollow, Mm -hmm. focus on what's right in front of you because Mm. there's so much good in the person that you married. You chose that person for a reason. Did I give you a really fun guy fake out like during the dating and courtship phase? Did you think we were going to be going on like couples vacations and a like bit. doing hilarious social things? A little bit. And you were kind of like crazy. You were what? rowdy. Yes, you That's did. Not true. I was an accounting now major. You're, no, that was before, before we got married. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I don't I'm, know if this has been very good. <laughs> you have like, you're calling us out on all of our tips. Listen, I wrote the tips. I thought about our marriage and what helps me. It helps me to check in and for my partner, my darling husband, to check in with me throughout the day, during the day. And you to check throughout in the with day. me when you're on trips. It helps for me to assume the best, mm-hmm. to assume that you're not mad at me. You're having a bad day. It has I'm nothing to do with me. I know. I always think that it is, that that's what's going on. Okay. But it helps for me to assume the best. It helps when I feel like you're cheering me on through hard things. And I, I know you love when I cheer for you. That's true. That's a really good one. I also do love going on dates. We haven't been uh, like ride or die every Friday night. We have a date, but we go out once a week somehow, some way. Sometimes Mm. during the day we'll sneak out. But we regularly go one-on-one to do something together. That's true. And remember that boyfriend-girlfriend connection. We're pretty good at having fun. Really fun guy. Because you're a really fun guy. we got to bring back the crossword. (laughs) And look, I actively work on our relationship. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm reading books. I'm learning and trying to be better. I'm trying to change because I, I can get grumpy and set in my book, ways. And you bought a book. And I think about my heroes. Yeah. 
So look, we're doing this. Okay. And then the comparing thing, I'm glad that you're not like that because I sometimes forget guys are different. Their brains are different. They see the world different. For me, sometimes I can get a little like, oh, here's an example. Mm. You never gave me a push present. I don't even know what that I, is. I've had seven babies and I never got a push present. Well, people Wait, on social media do. Mm -hmm. Wow. I know. I had our first baby the week of Mother's Day. So not only did I have a baby, Hold but it was my first got, Mother's Day you and you gave iPhone, me nothing. I brought you an iPhone the day you delivered Number Declan. seven. It was a push date. I didn't kids. know it was a push present, but that's what it was. <laughs> I'm just saying that might be something that people would get hung up on. Not me. I think, I never complained about it. That's the first time I ever told you about it. Yeah, Some I've people get push it. presents. Okay. Sorry, Vanessa. <laughs> um, thank you for being here, darling. Thank you for collaborating on this episode <laughs> and collaborating with me and all of my wild and crazy ideas for the last 25 years. And this is my challenge to all of our listeners out there. This Valentine's Day, don't get stressed out about having some fancy date night with your partner. Make it a family affair. Celebrate the family, that union that made it all possible. Light some candles, have some chicken cordon bleu or order one of those heart-shaped pizzas or have Sugar cereal. Do something <laughs> fun, <laughs> novel, and exciting. Vanessa, I love you. You are amazing. Love you too, babe. Thank you so much for being here with us. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe and let us know what you think. Also, check out the show notes for links to the things we talked about. And you can find a special chat book's discount code. All right. We'll see you next week.